<laughs> so with 950 gallons of fuel, you're looking at a range of 242 miles. That is I mean, that's just like nothing. pathetic. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast, your birth for the best stories in boating. Each week, my colleagues and I will bring you everything from salty stories to thought-provoking trend discussions, as well as interviews with the most interesting characters to ply the sea. Whether you're listening from the boatyard, your slip, or hopefully well underway, we're glad to have you aboard. Welcome back to the Power and Motor Yacht Podcast. I'm Simon Murray, and with me as usual is Executive Editor Charlie Levine. Charlie, I got a question for you. Shoot. What does Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and Conor McGregor have in common? Uh, well, the obvious one is they're all elite athletes, right? They're uh, pretty good at what they do. Correct. I don't know. Correct. Get, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm kind of guessing this has something to do with boats and ocean stuff. You wouldn't be wrong to assume that. Okay. Getting warmer. Lay it on me. The three of these guys, while also being Near the top, uh, one could call them elite in their respective sports. They have all acquired or have had a boat recently. Mostly just they've acquired one recently, except for MJ. But we're just adding him in here just because. The the three of them combined actually have, I think their boats add up to like something like over $12 million worth of just like models. Well, it's just a drop in the bucket for these fellows. Exactly. Um, but it, no, it's great. I think it's cool to see, you know, a football player, probably the best basketball player of all time, in my opinion, the best, and a pugilist. Is that what we call Connor? What is? What do you call a mixed martial? I don't. I don't really follow UFC. An, what is he? An Irishman, an angry Irishman? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That that sounds right. I mean, he's. I mean, I don't know. We're gonna get flack probably for this from both sides of the aisle, but I think he's pretty much dominated some of that sport for a little bit. So all three of them, yeah, have done fairly well for themselves, at least monetarily for sure. Right. And, you know, and they're winners, eh? Look at Brady. Look at what he's done. Look at what MJ's done. McGregor certainly tasted his fair share of victory. He knows what it's like to knock some dude cold. So, yeah, I think it's cool. I, I mean, Brady made a lot of headlines earlier in the year, obviously, that guy is ageless, and you know, you and I are both. Uh, we both root for AFC fans. We're or, also or teams, rather. We're also not quite ageless. I mean, it would be hard to go on that guy's diet, but yeah, no, continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's broken my heart too many times as a Broncos fan in the playoffs, and and you being a Jets fan, obviously, you guys are in the the AFC East with the Patriots, and I know he dashed whatever little bit of hope you've had over the years <laughs> yeah the, the hope is hard to come by for uh for those fans myself included but yeah right so he's for for me he's uh he's an easy dude to dislike right but you can't deny the guy's skill and uh commitment and all that stuff and so i i know where this is going and um that scene will paint the picture for us of what happened after the Super Bowl that he won with none other than the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, so obviously he has a falling out with New England, the, the Patriots. I think the, the dispute was pretty much over money, but I think also they didn't value him as much as he thought he should still be valued. 
So like you said, he, he went, makes his way down to Tampa Bay. And um, on this recent call that I was on uh, with Tom Brady as a guest of honor, he was saying that like upon moving down to the Tampa Bay area, like pretty quickly, I guess his, his uh, home overlooks Hillsborough Bay. And the first thing he thought of was, hey, I got to get a boat. And, you know, he'd been in the New England area for, God, I mean, for both of us, it probably seems like forever, but I guess probably, what, 15, 20 years, something like that. Maybe that's too much, but whatever. It seems like a long time. Uh, never really got into boating up there, even though there is a boating community. Um, but he heads down there, and who does he link up with? I mean, I if I were to have someone, like I know who, I know you know the company that he went with, but if you were to just pull like random people, do you think that Vire Yachts would be towards the top of the list? Because I do not at all. Yeah, I wasn't. I honestly wasn't super familiar with them until <laughs> that whole thing when I saw those pictures of Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy around like it was, you know, a piece of trash or something. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true uh, not Patriots fan <laughs> or Tampa fan. Um, but I think, you know, with his wife being. What is she, Brazilian? I should know that. Uh, yeah. Although, yeah, it's confusing because her, her last name is very German, but there is a German in, uh, community in Brazil, so I think well, she is. What I'm trying to get at is the girl's got a lot of style. She's been a model and on magazines forever, and so I, I think it's a beautiful boat, and it suits them. I wasn't super familiar with the company until all this stuff came out. But I would have put him in something with some style and grace, you know, some something that could look good, is nimble, you know, maybe can actually move a lot faster than he can. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think it suits him. You know, he's got that pretty boy smile and all that good stuff. So, I, so he's got the yacht thing down, the I, day I, boat yacht thing down. I'm with you all the way. I think that that sports yacht kind of thing looks like I could see him and Giselle on like an advertisement, whether they own the boat or not. But you, I think you're dead on. Yeah, that was pretty funny. You know, you brought up the fact that he threw the Lombardi trophy. Cynicism. Just disrespectful, man. <laughs> oh, I was I was rooting for that thing to fall. I wanted Cameron Bray to just drop it in the water and just have all this bashing on him. I thought also, to be fair, I did say this in the, the write-up that I did on it. Like, I'm a Jets fan, and I think the bashing on him was just kind of extreme. I mean, I think the, there's a woman that came out that her father, you know, created the or had a part in creating the Lombardi trophy. And she was like saying how like awful it was. Like, I don't know. I kind of cut the guy some slack, but at the same time, I hate him. So, you know, it, it, it goes both ways. But it was Brady. I mean, touchdown, catch, reception, you know, there was there's it's just how that guy rolls. You can never count him out. You can never count him out. And then so he had what a fifty-five and then didn't even have that thing a few months, and now it's this big announcement, right? So where what are we looking at now? So this is, so he, yeah, so he's upgraded to the, I believe it was a 55, to the a 77. This is the, you know, quintessential, you know, no argument here, flagship for Vire. Uh, the boat looks insane. Yes, I think the infamous toss helped propel them into, you know, the, I think a lot more people know who Vire is now. Uh, but at the same time, this boat, I mean, the 77 is pretty remarkable. It's uh 77 foot LOA, 19 foot beam, 
37 knot top end with triple Volvo Penta 900 horsepower D13s. So, uh, you know, this is blue chip. It's a nice sport yacht. Yeah. I mean, this definitely looks like something you could go buzz around the south of France and, you know, have some models on the back, drinking champagne and eating raspberries. Like, that's the kind of boat this is. It's very sleek. Um, it's hard to say really anything bad. I mean, whether you're into that type of boat or not, it's it's a it's a good looking vessel. I think you and I would be happy if he just was caught doing that out there. Or just just go there, man. Just just retire. You're you're, you're over the hill. I mean, you're not, but whatever. But I, whenever I think of Brady, I think of that scene in Entourage. Did you watch Entourage yes. where Turtle Turtle, who's like, a, was he a Jet fan or a Giant fan? But yeah. I don't know, longtime New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. And he's like bashing Tom Brady, and then they meet Tom Brady on the golf course, and he's like this little fanboy <laughs> talking about how awesome Tom is and how Tom and Giselle are going to have him over for brunch one day. <laughs> it's so real though, because honestly, as much as I bash him. You know, if he's listening to this, Tom, we would love to get on your boat, man. Yeah, for Please. sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss one of your six rings. But, or is it, how do you, anyway, what I was going to say earlier, another sidebar, Belichick is a big time boater. Did you know that? I did. I looked up a little bit. I did a little bit of half-ass internet research before this, but yeah, no, go on. So he's got a place in Nantucket and he's got, I don't know what he runs now, but you know, years and years and years ago, I got to go fishing with Coach Jimmy Johnson down in the Keys, and the name of Jimmy's boat is Three Rings because he won the National College Championship and then two Super Bowls with the Cowboys. And so Belichick, who's buddies with Jimmy, you know, guess what the name of Belichick's boat is? Unfortunately, I know, but it's Seven Rings. Seven rings, yes. So it used to be six rings. Uh, well, at least there's the background. So without knowing the background, I was like, this douchebag, you know. And also he changes the, <laughs> he changes the name every time he gets, obviously, a, a Super Bowl win. Um, uh, he's earned it, man. What are you going to do? He's earned it, but hopefully for the foreseeable future at least, it doesn't look like he's going to be moving up. It look, looks like he's stuck on that Roman numeral for the time being. <laughs> I love you it. You think he ever invited Tom out on that thing? You know, like maybe. maybe that's why Tom's like, I'm going to get a 77 foot. <laughs> Look at me, coach. Look at the Super Bowl ring I just won in Tampa, coach. Well, yeah, I mean, so the, the last time I checked or the last, you know, write-up that anyone has done about Belichick, it seems like he had a Grady White Freedom 307, which is like. It's a reasonable boat. It's very reasonable. Yeah, I was I was surprised. Yeah, and he runs it too, you know. Like, I'm sure Brady has a, you know a boat guy who takes care of everything on that boat. But a Grady white is like more in my wheelhouse. I can, I can respect a person who owns that boat and runs it themselves and takes care of it. And to Jimmy Johnson, you know, he was the same way that day. I went fishing with him. Coach Jimmy Johnson washed the boat down at the end of the day. He wouldn't even let us help. No shit. Wow. I, I, I a thought, lot of respect. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if Brady's but. doing the same. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Last thing about Brady before we, we move on to these other two guys. This boat, unreal. I mean, it's got the publicity now with his name attached to it, but interesting things about it, like it's got this air conditioning kind of vents that cool the deck down, supposedly. Interested to check that out one day. Also, it has these inflation slash deflation stations that like allow you to fill up or 
pancake flat. Yeah, deflate. Thank you. (laughs) These uh, these like thunders, and you could stow them away easier. My whole thing was, you know, just a note for Tom. You know, maybe stay away from anything that requires inflating or more importantly. (laughs) Deflating? Oh, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> just oh, that is just so saying, great. man. Just saying. Deflate gate. Yeah, Deflategate. that's so awesome. I was wondering where you were going with that. But <laughs> self-inflating fenders, I mean, yes, everybody needs those, don't they? That's that's a new one for me. I've never heard of that before. So that's interesting innovation, I guess. Not a, not a terrible idea, but yeah, we better break out the little pressure gauge and make sure he's not... Um, over inflating or, or not putting quite enough air in his fenders. <laughs> enough PSIs or whatever they <laughs> we'll have to report them to the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. And you know, I mean, Tom also said in that call that he is looking to stay in Florida for the foreseeable future. Um, to me it sounds like good news for any Tampa Bay fans out there that are listening. Also, you know, I think most of the sports world probably missed this you know, interview with this somewhat boutique boat builder. So that's, uh, that's okay. ESPN, we got you covered over here at, at PMY. We're, we're breaking sports news. We're breaking all kinds of news, boat news, everything. Yeah. Well, you know, he's old. That's why he belongs in Florida now. It makes sense. He's already smelling the retirement. I think he's, he's got the mansion and the view and the boat. Just kidding, Tom. We love you, buddy. We love you, man. Yeah. When uh when you get the new seventy seven, uh, I'll be we'll wait in your phone call here and get out there with you and Giselle and the kids. <laughs> he's also not old enough because he's not winning the match that uh that golf match. I mean, he he kind of got him and Phil got kind of destroyed by uh, Aaron Rodgers and that other young golfer. But yeah, no, all good, all good. Yeah. So moving on, I'll pass the torch to you, uh, Charlie, with our next up, MJ. MJ. The man. I mean, so I grew up in that era when he was playing ball. And, you know, I was always a Celtics fan. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, um, that era. And actually got to see MJ play a a couple of times. My dad used to get us tickets to Celtics games. And just watching that guy, it was like you never knew what was going to happen. And then, you know, I had heard about this boat when it was first built. And it was kind of done quietly. You know, we reached out. So just to step back for a sec, he's got a 80 foot Viking and we've, I've reached out to Viking yachts and been like, what can you tell me about this boat? And they were like totally quiet. I guess they probably have an NDA. They were just like, um, yes, it happened. That's about all we could say about that. Wow. And I've even tried to track down Jordan's captain, a guy named Stetson Turney. If you happen to be listening to the Stetson, um, a, a fella I've met before, but wouldn't say I'm like friends with, but he's been running the boat for Jordan. And, you know, I even wanted to interview Stetson to just kind of see what it's like. And man, he, he never got back to me. So it's a tight lip operation, which I kind of appreciate, you know, he's not out there trying to get a bunch of publicity or anything, but pretty much from the day he got that boat, he's gotten really into the offshore fishing scene. And it's hard to, you can't miss this boat because A, it's an 80-foot Viking. It's a big boat. Open bridge. The name of it is wonderful. The name of the boat's Catch 23. You see what he did there? Which I'd like to say, like, I think it's in my top five favorite boat names of all time. That's that's up there for me. That that thing is, you could not have picked a better name 
It's better than Brady's, which is what, like, live the life or something? Vida, viva la vida. Viva la, go away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to miss. It's got this, like, light gray elephant rhino print. It's kind of a camo print um, on the whole entire hull of the boat. I believe it's from the Air Jordan 3 sneaker, which was one of these, you know, iconic sneakers for sneaker collectors. And it's also the same wrap on MJ's private jet. So it's it's really cool looking. And the way the water reflects on it, it's just got a sharp ass look. On the stern of the boat is this big black panther looking cat, which I had to research. It turns out, I guess, if you were in the circle of trust, you know, an NBA player, a lot of those guys referred to MJ as the black cat. Which me being a fisherman was like, I'm superstitious, dude. I don't want, any, I'm not going anywhere near a black cat, especially if I'm about to jump into the Mid Atlantic 500 or, you know, the White Marlin Open or something. But MJ's nickname was the black cat because he was stealth and smooth on the court, like a black cat, same as his boat. The interesting thing about that is like the, the boat name, top five, the, the sports nickname, like top. Not even close. I, 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 don't, I don't know. That might be one of the worst nicknames I've ever heard in my life. No. I think Kobe's, Kobe's being the Mamba was probably my favorite. Yeah, the Mamba was fitting, and, you know, it, it, it signaled agility and, you know, ferocity. Oh, like, and deadly, dude. Yeah, you know, like he's going to sink it, you know, on the buzzer. But, yeah, Black Cat, that's, that's tough. Um, reports I read were that the Viking cost about $8 million to build, and it looks like it's totally tricked out. It's got a big tower. And it just fits into his whole motif. You know, if anyone who saw that documentary about him called The Last Dance, his fierce competitive nature, his drive to win, his love of gambling, you know, that's offshore fishing tournaments. That's that's all of that rolled into one. So the, the team that... MJ fishes with, they've gotten progressively better since they first took delivery on the boat. Earlier this year, they actually won the Buccaneer Cup, which is a sailfish tournament down at Palm Beach. It's a really prestigious tournament. Uh, they held the lead in the Dolphin Fish Division in the Big Rock for a while. They won 20 grand in the White Marlin Open, and they actually won almost 95 grand in the Catch and Release Division of another tournament held in Atlantic City recently releasing 12 whites and a blue marlin. So, I mean, these guys are no joke. It's not like he's just out there smoking his giant cigars and, you know, sipping some 30-year-old scotch. Um, he's into it. He's out there pulling on fish. And I think it's really cool to see. A, you don't see many African-Americans out there in that world. And B, you know, anyone who loves MJ is probably now going to want to go fishing because right. they want to be like Mike, you know? Yeah, he does have that influential kind of like reverberation wherever he goes like people are interested in what he's doing still so i do think it's really cool and i mean he's just he's the goat he's the best uh it's a great boat it's a great crew it makes all the sense in the world god bless you mike i really hope that you can link up with these guys and you know ideally get out there even if it's like you know a phone call whatever interview mj but i just want to know like if the the gambling episodes from the last dance, like the periodical things that he would do. He'd gamble with like the security guys oh, in the hallway. Like security guys losing <laughs> all his money. Dude. Yeah. Like I want to know, if, does that flow into, I, I can't, I got to imagine that he's not, he's still doing that. He hasn't stopped doing it. 
and he's he's probably like gambling with like the crew and the mates like who can throw you know a hook into the live well I have or something. to say yes I mean you hear about him doing that kind of stuff on the golf course with everybody right so. still to this I mean, day he just wants to win and I think I think putting a little bit of money on it just builds that pressure that just feeds him to perform better so I would have to guess that there's a lot of gambling going on. And also and, what? Uh, he's he's a multi-billionaire at this point? I mean, the guy has money to burn. I mean, that, he could gamble every day of his life and still not go broke. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, I think his net worth is closing in on a couple bill with a B. So, yeah, this is probably just a fun little side thing for him to do. And... They're getting better. They're going to start winning stuff soon. I, I think we're definitely going to be seeing a lot of his boat and his crew in these big tournaments. And I think that's a good thing. I really do. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that there isn't more NBA guys, NFL guys, you know, all these these different sport athletes, you know, NHL. I, I feel like maybe the NHL is probably could have the most, you know, fishermen per athlete because they live up in like the great white North for the most primarily between that and the U S. So they probably do a lot of fishing, probably more like ice fishing, but um, yeah, it's surprising that the more don't get into like the competitive circuit, but maybe with MJ, they will. Yeah. I think there's a lot of guys who are athletes who love to hunt and fish and they might just not be getting the spotlight. Maybe they'd rather, you know, just sort of do it to unplug and shy away from the cameras. So maybe we don't see them. But yeah, I've gotten to fish. You know, the Miami Dolphins have a big fishing tournament every year that they use to raise money. And I fished in that a couple of times and met some of those guys. And um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know how many of them grew up around it. So you know, it may take a little bit of a, it's a bit of an entry point to go f- up to an 80 foot Viking, but you know, you could probably, you, if you live in Florida or somewhere where boating's big, I definitely could see him having a boat. For sure. Yeah. I, and the dolphins make sense for that. So, yeah. So we, we talked about a guy who has a sport yacht does, you know, more of like the family style cruising. We've talked about another guy who has, you know, entered into the competitive sport fishing world. The last guy on our list, Mr. Conor McGregor, uh, the five foot nine Southpaw with 22 wins, seven losses, a few of them pretty brutally, especially recently. Uh, he added one very fast boat to that, uh, stat list. And you know, this entire thing, you know, the other two guys went with boats that, you know, both of us are, pretty familiar with like i mean vire is kind of new on the scene but viking is certainly a powerhouse in uh sport fishing world but the you know technomar that's created this lamborghini 63 for mcgregor is out of left field i mean completely out of left field you're talking about an automotive you know luxury automotive uh marquee but still super high performance really super high performance so you know you know, love him or hate him, McGregor is, it's pretty easy to say that he's a polarizing figure. And then this choice of boat is only going to have you deeper in your feelings, I think. Uh, on the one hand, there will be the detractors thinking he's an asshole for going with the high-performance Lamborghini of the water. And then there's the devote, devotees who will just hope he doesn't go full throttle into a bridge somewhere. You know, it's like, it's amazing because this boat, we, we know very little about it. Uh, and I'm interested to know more. 
it's you know, flashy. I think again, it's you know this guy found a boat that's like perfect for his persona because the only thing this Lamborghini boat's really good for is making a statement. So, and that's I don't again I don't really follow UFC, but I, whenever I see McGregor in the news, it's usually because he did something some poor decision or just like he likes to be the center of attention. It sounds like. And yes. And that's what you get with this Lamborghini. I mean, it's uh, it's designed to look like one of these supercars. Uh, the stern of the boat actually has taillights, right? Um, there's nothing practical about it. <laughs> it's, it's way overpowered. It's got, you know, twin man, turbocharged diesels which kind of surprised me i was like why not figure out a way to put a lambo engine in here but and marinize it yeah almost four thousand horsepower in a 63 foot boat it's supposed to go 60 knots about 70 miles an hour um but this was the thing that really just like floored me so it holds 950 gallons of fuel that that's a that's a good bit of fuel guess what the range is <laughs> It's uh, can he get to the supermarket with it? <laughs> <laughs> so with 950 gallons of fuel, you're looking at a range of 242 miles. That is I mean, that's just like nothing. Pathetic. You could probably watch the gas gauge just move as you're running the boat. So, yeah, if you want to go fast and, you know, I mean, that's all this thing is really meant to be. Oh, and the price tag. We didn't even get into that. Yeah, I'm looking at. Three more north of three million euros. Yep. So we're talking like, I mean, and that was, I think that's more of like the standard part. So if with all the things that he probably put into it, I'm sure it's around five mil at least six, maybe it'll go fast. (laughs) He's like the highest paid athlete in 2020 per Forbes. So sounds like he's going to use a good chunk of that change to just get the, the boat, you know, fueled up. I saw one of one of the our Instagram posts uh, was you know and check it out check it out if you don't follow us Power and Motor Yacht. <laughs> one of the posts was like a you know high high performance boat going by blowing past the center console and the uh, the caption was like who isn't getting passed by him and somebody wrote the fuel dock and I thought that was amazing <laughs> and that that is perfect I mean you could literally say the same thing for Connor with this. Um, so that's yeah, hilarious. yeah, I, I thought that was really funny, but yeah, it's a very, it's, it's a boat that's going to make a statement. It's got, I, I'd say of all the, the auto, the automakers that have kind of, you know, made their way into the, the boating realm, this one probably does the best job of like taking the design of a, of a Lamborghini and just like making it fit for the boat. Now, I don't know how much did Technomar bring in to, you know, make this boat maneuverable. Like, I don't know these, these other things. I, I, I can't speak to it. I, I want to get aboard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely high performance. It's, it's more of a day boat than really like a cigarette. So, yeah, it, it'll yeah. be interesting to see. And, and it's limited edition, so there isn't that many out there. So I think we're going to know when McGregor is doing whatever he's doing out in the high seas, I think. And, and the other thing I should mention was – his evolution of boat ownership has been really weird. Like he started with a sport yacht, smaller, not sure that the, the make of that, but then he graduated to like a more of a prestige, which kind of makes sense if you're doing like just, you know, 
cruising, you know, as a flybridge, seems comfortable for, for his family. And then to pivot to this crazy monstrosity of, of a boat is with the, with the Lamborghini name attached to it is wild. You know, I, I, like I said, I reserve all judgment until I get aboard, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a wild looking thing. If you're going to get the boat, you have to get the matching car. It would be my only advice to Connor, which I don't know, maybe he already has it. Because when you see the two together, it's a it's a thing of beauty there. I mean, anyone who's seen a Lamborghini, it's just impressive. The, the angles and the lines and the boat really, like you said, it really does have a similar look. Um, it's got this really unique feature on the side of the hull too where it's kind of like a big window Mm. which sort of looks like the windows you know on the car and the top flows with would really it doesn't look like any supports it just kind of flows right into the windshield and you know just doing a little reading it is a step hull design so i'm sure this puppy just jumps out of the water and i bet it's a hell of a lot of fun to drive it probably handles like a Lamborghini, oh, wow. and, <laughs> which I say that in my stories sometimes. This boat handled like a Lamborghini, even though, truthfully, I've never been in a Lamborghini. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The veil comes down. I feel like I, <laughs> I, I really, every time I read that, I was like, oh, wow. Charlie has done some like no. just gripping around the track. Nope, not even close. But it's it's a cool boat. Again, it's, I guess, you know, it, these things are built for guys like him who have a lot of money and like to be fashionable and eye-catching. And yeah, he's, I hope he doesn't crash it. That would be my only thing. It's like, just don't crash it, dude, because I saw his ankle crash just the other day, it seemed like, and <laughs> that was not a pretty sight. I was going to say, well, that was my advice to him in the piece. Like, stay away from the boat until that heals, because you don't, broken bones and high-performance boats do not mix. Really, any boat doesn't mix with broken bones, so... Stay on land, you know, stay where things are dry, and then you can go full throttle, whatever you want to do on the water. Yeah. And everyone should jump on our website, pmymag.com, and read Simon's piece about this boat. It's pretty interesting. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate the plug, Charlie. Yeah. So that's all three. Uh, If we, I'm sure there's other celebrities slash athletes that we forgot, please let us know. You can go on to pretty much anywhere. You could drop us a comment on Instagram or the, the website, like Charlie just mentioned. Um, yeah. And let us know if there's anyone else out there that we should be covering. I know uh, the Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson is also a big boater. So maybe looking into talking with him or some of these golfers down in Florida, Dustin Johnson's a big sport fishing guy, I think. Well, last question to you there, and then you could turn it right back on me. But if you got invited if you could only go on one of these three boats but you were invited on each one which one would you go on and why and now is it just the boat or do i have the owner with me well i mean it's got to be with yeah with with the athlete okay okay man that is really tough i know you're gonna say mj so i don't even have to ask you i know you are you're a fishing guy through and through that's probably one of your biggest like dreams is to spend some time with him fishing so I'll give you that. I'll, I'll Don't take put words in my mouth, man. <laughs> oh, wow. What are you, okay. My, my okay. wife does that shit all the time. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, you're going to surprise me then. I will, I will say, even though we've kind of disparaged it a little bit and maybe po- 
took some shots at him too. And the range is going to be tough. We're not going to go very far. Oh my God. I want to try this Lamborghini and I want to see, Ugh. I want to see what Connor's like. I'm, I'm interested to know if, if it's all just this very flamboyant personality, like does it kind of become a nicer person when he's around you? Or is it always just kind of this like larger than life, you know, take shots at everybody kind of thing. I thought for a second there you were going to say Tom Brady. <laughs> I know. I, I figured you did. <laughs> I, totally I figured you did. I felt it coming. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, I would, but. Brady. You know what? I think I would have to agree with you. You know, I feel like I've been, I've done the offshore fishing thing. I've been lucky enough to do that a few times in my life and never with anyone like MJ. Um, but. I've never been on anything like this 63 Lamborghini Technomar. So I, I would like to feel that power. And I have a feeling, you know, that dude is probably a whirlwind to hang out with. I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know if I have the stamina. You're going to um, need it. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't want to, uh, you know, have his back in any fight or anything. <laughs> well, well. I'd want him to have my back in a fight for sure. But yeah, no, I would probably just, I would flee the scene. I (laughs) if something broke out, I would just sneak out the back door. I would be scared to death. That's just, those days are long gone for me, buddy. But um, luckily you won't be that far from the, from the dock considering the range. So you could just (laughs) run back to your car. Maybe I'd feed him cocktails so I could drive the boat. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a unique thing and it's ridiculous in all the right ways. So I, I think I would definitely want to check that out. So you hear that, Connor? We are itching to get aboard. Yeah, wanka. Let's get on board the, the 63. My my Irish that accent was brutal. is brutal. So I'm sorry. I deserve my ankle to be broken for that. Awesome. All right, Charlie. This was fun. This was fun. Let's find three more. I mean, that just it, it's really more contingent on more athletes getting boats to, to do this again, but maybe we could find some celebrities or, you know, singers that, that also, uh, partake. Yeah. In, in I think the next category we should do is country singers because there's some really boat sick people in that world. And it'd be cool to, uh, break into that. And, but then maybe let's ask our readers. Well, what do you, what do you all want us to investigate next? Yeah. And know. it could be anything, you know, athletes, whatever, whoever, whoever you're interested in, maybe we'll get them, you know, we'll talk about it and then hopefully we'll uh, get some of these guys and gals in the next issue. Love it. It's been fun, Charlie. All right, Simon. Thank you for listening to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and leave us a review or rating. Or you share us with your friends on social media or on the VHF. Anywhere you spread the word means a lot to us. Thanks again, and until next time, we'll see you on the water.